Welcome back. It's a Monday morning. You're hanging out in the break room. Rock's just classic rock. 96.5 WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. 32 degrees right now. Going to get up into the high 30s, low 40s. Our wonderful run of weather this weekend has gone. Yeah, we're done. Although we did break a record, was it on Friday? 63? Yeah. Quite nice. First time since 1874. 63 degrees right in New York. All right, uh, if you're just getting up this morning, uh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Who cares? Yep. I got out of bed this morning trying to figure out how a Super Bowl that almost went into double overtime was boring. But yeah. the game was boring. All the up until the end. Am I wrong that the game was boring? Well, the first half was just that. Well, I think it was also boring because I just knew the way it was going to go. Okay. <laughs> you just had a feeling the whole time. Like this, it's gonna end the same way a Chiefs game would end. They're oh. gonna drive down the field okay. after nothing happened all game. Sure, sure, sure. And it's gonna be like the only time the offense does anything. No, I, I get where you're coming from there, but there, I didn't have that kind of cynical view. Like I thought maybe San Francisco would be able to hold. No, on. I had a, I had a bad feeling. Fine, fine, fine. But even in the glimmer of hope that San Francisco was gonna do this, I wasn't. Like excited about it, of them winning. Yeah, yeah. And it, it has. No, it wasn't I love really this, exciting either way. Look, I, there's just something about San Francisco, and I don't know what it is that is so damn milk toast. Mm. Can you name one player on that team that's like, oh man, like they're talented, mm-hmm. right? They have the ability to blow teams off the field. They did not do that last night. But there's no personality on the San Francisco 49ers. But they also have a coach that doesn't look like a coach. Why do you say that? He's too skinny. They, He's too frail looking. What is this with these frail know, coaches? They're all. He looks just like his dad. Frail. But that guy was a, was frail like 30 years ago. No, because I saw you about to go in his damn kitchen. I had to frown it. I know his daddy was big time, but he doesn't look like a coach. Like, like I need a substantial man on yeah. the sideline. I needed Andy Reid. Well, by, by the way, Andy Reid almost went down when Travis Kelsey yeah. screamed. That was, his, that was the. Funniest part of that whole Super Bowl was him almost knocking over a fat boy. Um, you know what else makes it less entertaining is there's no fan you can zoom in on in the stands that's like, I've been waiting my whole life for this. That's a great call. You, you, oh, right. you miss that element of the extreme underdog. Like we've we've been, it's been you know decades since the last time we were here. You didn't have that last that, night. That's a great call, and okay. I think you hit it on the head. I think that's the subconscious reason I hated all of this. Because, like, as far as the game goes, Tommy, you brought it up. That first half was brutal. 13 total points scored. The Chiefs did legitimately nothing until no. the final thir- three minutes You had of the first half. You had punts and turnovers. Even in the second half, the 49ers offense shuts down. The Chiefs are moving the ball, but they weren't scoring. Like, it was just like, do somebody, somebody do something. Somebody win this game. Yes. Uh, don't even just entertain me. I don't yeah. care who wins. Just entertain me. Bring Usher back out on his roller skates. <laughs> we'll get into that. That was amazing. Roller Usher on wheels is pretty amazing. I was just amazed how quickly he changed. By the way, I love this guy too. Oh, shocking is the word I would use to describe it. I didn't like it, but I don't want to say it because I'm afraid I, other people liked it. I wonder if this last Super Bowl, if on average people ate more because Ooh. you could break away from the TV more because you were just bored. I mm. did house a lot of wings that I yeah. didn't plan on housing, and I broke out the Girl Scout cookie. So you might be on to something. Okay. I don't know. You know what made it the most brutal, I think? What's that? You know, we talked about the personalities, and as much as San Francisco doesn't have the personalities, Kansas City does, mm-hmm. right? Patrick Mahomes well, they're all and household Travis Kelsey. Names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The superstars weren't the one making plays no. last night. So, 49ers wide receiver Juwan Jennings had half of the touchdowns for the 49ers. He threw a touchdown yeah, and cool. caught a touchdown, right? He's oh, that's fake. 
trick play. They yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's only the second player in Super Bowl history to do that. Mm. For the Chiefs, you get touchdowns from Nicole Hardman and Marquez, Marquez Valdez Scantling. How many people is that? That sounds like the front line of a team. It is the newest law firm in Kansas City, <laughs> which our boss is using to sue you for wearing that jacket right now. All right. <laughs> but you got no touchdown from Debo Samuel, no uh, Kelsey touchdown, no Mahomes rush. Like Christian McCaffrey, Niners running back, was the only big name that makes it in the end zone on that trick play. Like all mm. game long, the only name you recognize that crossed that end zone was Christian McCaffrey. And I was like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There is one person I feel horrible for horrible last night Ooh. well like kyle shanahan blew his second super bowl he was up 28 to 3 over the patriots he was their offensive coordinator in atlanta <clears throat> okay and they didn't run the ball in the second half and ah. they lost last night they had a what seven point lead in the second half they had the ability to just hold on because the chiefs offense wasn't doing anything they didn't run the ball in the second oh, half no. and they lost why you keep doing that kyle shanahan <laughs> why you keep not running he frail well you tell why he frail i'm gonna throw the ball i'm gonna fall over <laughs> The person I feel the worst for because he lost the most by far last night Who's that? was who we just brought up, 49ers wide receiver Juwan Jennings. If he, if the 49ers held on and won that game, mm. he is your Super Bowl MVP. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Juwan Jennings is a man who no one outside of San Francisco knew his name before last night. Yeah. That missed extra point from San Francisco that allowed the Chiefs to march down the field, tie the game, and send it to overtime cost that man tens of millions of dollars oh, really? for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. Endorsements. Endorsements, 100%. Yeah. I mean, he's going to Disney World. He's waving at people. He's got a social media influence. It potentially affects his next contract. But at bare minimum, at bare minimum, a Super Bowl MVP last night would have allowed Juwan Jennings for the rest of his life when he retires yeah. to travel from autograph show to autograph oh, yeah. show, making 50 grand a shot to sign SB MVP underneath his helmet. Good point. Like that, if I'm him. That, I would cry over that. And I know the guy's making, could you look up what Juwan Jennings' uh, contract looks like? It's just out of curiosity because I'm not, I've heard the name before. I'm not super familiar with mm. the guy. It's when you see those Super Bowl MVPs that come out of nowhere. Yeah. It is heartwarming. Yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you you played the best game of your life in the biggest moment. It's pretty rare, though, right? Usually it's the one, it's usually the stars of the team normally, right? It goes back and forth. I mean, especially for Super Bowls. No, no. Yeah. I mean, there are, I mean, look, Patrick Mahomes won last yeah. night. Thank God. He needs that money. But, like, he's won <laughs> his third, so I guess recently I would understand why you would think that way. Yeah. But for a long time in the 90s, there was a run of defensive backs that no one oh. ever heard of, linebackers that no one ever heard of. I mean, Desmond Howard won it as a kick returner for the Packers against the Patriots in 98? Okay. 97? It's 96. Give me, go ahead. I'm sorry. Juwan Jennings uh signed a 4 year 3.4 million dollar oh. contract with the 49ers. He's not even making a million dollars no, a year. He's a signing not bonus even. of about 100,000. Well, like put let's put it this way. <clears throat> I know. Brock Purdy has a similar contract. Mm. I believe he's making 3.7 over 4 years because he was the last pick in the yeah. draft. This is not an exaggeration. Brock Purdy to live in San Francisco needs to have a roommate. Yeah. That's how expensive... I think it's like, yeah, like one of the most expensive cities in the world. Yes. He's yeah. an NFL quarterback. He was knocked out of the NFC Championship game last year. His team played in a Super Bowl this year. And he needs to have a roommate in San Francisco. <laughs> and like that kid, Brock Purdy, the quarterback for the Niners, still has two years yeah. before he gets to his big yeah. money contract. He's got to have a ton of endorsements out there, though, right? In well, yeah, with that, with that sparkling personality. Yeah, I know we want to go win the game. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, but even the Maybe most locally, biggest jump, you can just stand him next to a car... 
You come on down to my dealership. Okay, but what does that pay you compared to? Uh, well, yeah, but you ain't getting yeah, the Gatorade. Yeah. It's over our heads here, right? Like, yes, I would love to have $50,000 to stand next to a car yeah. and go, oh, I endorse this car. Mm. But when it comes to, like, playing in that kind of world, uh, that ain't nothing. I know. That ain't it, nothing. But it's an amazing story, right? Nobody wanted you, basically. You were the last guy standing there. And you're in the Super Bowl. It's a great story. Sure. Is anyone going to care if he doesn't win one? Doesn't pay. <laughs> like, like that kid, and I'm knocking on wood for his sake, not that I care. Mm. That kid could go out next year, blow out his knee, and he never makes that money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he ends up with $3.7 million, cut that in half for taxes for the rest of his life. Yeah. And that's what he's not spending on his roommate rent. <laughs> 252 WCMF, 252-9263. Look, if we're wrong... Feel free to call. That was that was boring. That game was boring. It almost went into double overtime, Super Bowl, and it was a boring ass yeah. game. Till the end. Yeah, and even at the end. Well, I mean, at least you got the end. No, because like when I watch these games, mm. I can feel my heart rate getting faster. Like the Bills, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah. But even like close playoff games, like oh man, what's going to happen mm. here? I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I did not. Well, I think care. people are sick of Kansas City because yeah, it's just too much. Like they're everywhere. Every ad they're in, right? I mean, the coach is in ads. Yeah. How many times have I I've never seen that before? He's the only in deal. Uh, well, no, Marv was in a couple ads back in the day. He was? National ads. He was in a Snickers ad. Oh, yeah, yeah but it was kind of demeaning, right? Well, yeah. I, what coach hey, is Hey, Marv, you want to be any place well, else? Andy Reid's talking about chicky nuggies. Yeah. Uh, you, you put the <laughs> fat guy in all the food commercials. Yeah. How is that not demeaning? Yeah, but he's but he he. I was gonna say he rolls into it, he <laughs> leans into it. But I'm just I I just think it's it's just oversaturation with that and Taylor Swift. Oh, I, I think you're talking I, about his uh, arteries with that too. But I think I just think people are just it's it's too much. Well, no, but here's well, the yeah. thing. Like, I mean, you start to root against a team that keeps winning, it and just happens yeah, and naturally. it's like, hey, we get everything over here. But it's weird that you bring up Taylor Swift and Andy Reid because in that whole collection of a holes that is Kansas City, mm-hmm. the only two I find endearing. Are Andy right. Reid and Taylor Swift? But she was getting booed last night. Which, yeah, yeah I mean, look, that, I that comes with the territory. Yeah. And again, like she's a billionaire. I, I, yeah. I'm not going to lose sleep yeah. over her. Oh yeah, booed I, by I don't think it's. A, I just think I don't need to see them constantly. Fine. Okay, now you're starting to do the old man thing. I came to watch the game, and you don't even watch the game. I did. No, I know you did. Oh, I didn't watch. The I'm whole saying game. you don't watch the game for the game. Oh no, no, I, I watched to criticize. The best part of last night, mm. and we're going to have to explain this to you. What's that? is who was in the box with Taylor Swift. Because you had Taylor Swift, you had actress Blake Lively, who was mm-hmm. married to Deadpool actor Ryan Reynolds. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you had Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's brother, and you had Ice Spice. Are you familiar with Ice Spice? Ice Spice? Ice Spice. She was the black woman with red, curly hair. No. Okay. She a Spice Girl? Yeah. She's no, like 30 years too late. He says this, but two people that I was watching the game with also, they go, is she British? Like thinking like she was like an extension of the Spice Girls. I'm not kidding you. She's and they sp- asked that legitimately. She's not a Spice Girl. No, I shouldn't judge because the only reason I know this is But she stole her name. Yeah, she stole Ice her name. Ice Spice. She stole her name. She's an Baby. Italian. <laughs> Any other uh, old ass music references you want to make? For those who so don't who, know. So why, why should I know her? So she's a rapper. She's like the biggest female rapper on the planet right now. She is. One of, yes. Yeah, she's right. got her, she's, her career is on an upward tra- trajectory. She and Taylor Swift did a song together. I guess she's now part of her crew. Okay. But like people <clears throat> criticize Taylor Swift because they don't believe she knows anything about football. 
Even though her dad played college football at Delaware. Did you guys know that? No. You told me. Yeah. Did not know that. You said that they, Andy Reid and the family go way back. She, Andy Reid has known Taylor Swift since she's 14 years old. He made a joke, what we thought was a joke about this, like four months ago. Mm. He was telling the truth. <laughs> he met that kid when she was like 14. So it's like a Pennsylvania connection. Yeah, when yeah, he was yeah in, exactly. With the Eagles. Yeah, when he was right. with the Eagles. But anyway, I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic here. Mm. Ice Spice is one of the biggest rappers in America right okay. now. She's hanging out with Taylor Swift, and they criticize Taylor Swift for potentially not knowing the game. Every time they cut to the box, mm. you could clearly see somebody in that booth explaining to Ice Spice what was happening in that <laughs> moment. And if you read the lips, yeah. they yeah. were explaining the rules of football. But every time they went to the box, like Ice Spice is like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, like, and see what happens here is now that they're in overtime, yeah. if the, the team that gets the ball, if they score, they don't automatically win. The other team gets a chance to score unless they score a defensive touchdown or a safety, in which case the game is over. Uh-huh, uh-huh, So uh-huh. she wasn't even appreciating the experience then. Well, no, that's, but, I'm guessing that's most people in those yeah. suites. You know what yeah, I mean? Probably. Like I wonder what the percentages of people that just want to be there, especially in Vegas. I mean, it could just be people that want to be in the building, yeah. you know. Because like, here's the thing: if right. you're a legitimate football fan, because yeah. we talked about how expensive those suites were last week, like uh, two million dollars. Yeah. yeah, the biggest For one, a game. Yeah, two point five million dollars. Mm. If you're there to actually appreciate the game, you're not getting your money's worth out of the suite. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're not standing at the bar and having some, you know, hundred fifty dollar cocktail mixed for you. You're not eating the wagyu taco sliders, wagyu. whatever it is, bro. Yeah. I saw. Did you see the video of what the two point five million dollar suite looked mm-hmm. like? Wait, the food and stuff. Yeah. Well, oh my god, it was the most high end. Like all the hot dogs you want, right? Yeah. What did you call it? A <laughs> Saturday night in your house? Hey, ice, ice lady, try the hot dogs. They're delicious. I don't know if you Brits like them. <laughs> we call them hats. <laughs> Ice baby. <laughs> so one of our listeners yeah. sent me this video on Instagram. Of the food? Of, of what the inside of the suite looked like. Yeah. Well, it's got to be insane, it right? was the It was the most remarkable thing I'd ever seen in my life. But there's no way in a million years... It was worth two point five million dollars. Yeah. Like for it, a for a what three hours, yeah. four hours, you're going to be in there. Big thank you to Jacob for sending it. But I mean, Tommy, like, I mean, I'm look look at this seafood bar. Jesus Christ, I mean, man! Looks like a cruise ship. It's absolutely insane. It's funny yeah. too. Souvenir popcorn. You get to keep the box what? for two point five million dollars. Wow. So like, I'm looking at the food they're going through now. It was a glazed donut Super Bowl Sunday. It looks amazing. Carne asada fries with all the stuff on top of it. Okay. Seafood stuffed potato. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, a lot of seafood. Surf and turf nachos. Bam. Huh? Wagyu beef hot dog, which why would you waste Wagyu beef? Frozen cheesecake dessert. Okay. Wow. Is that, uh, and then here's a guy making a craft cocktail. You get your own like multiple private bartenders with all open high-end bar. Yeah. But again, $2.5 million. Yeah. You would have to eat nonstop just to think you're getting some of your money back. There's no way you're and eating. you can't, yeah. No. You're not eating six figures worth of food. Give me all the Wagyu dogs you got. <laughs> Put them in every hole I got. <laughs> Just start stuffing. Don't even when I say stop, don't stop. We'll come up with a safe word. <clears throat> All right, so we sit and we wait for next year. Yeah, Great. yeah, awesome. That was fun. What's the next thing? The draft, right? Yeah, NFL draft, which I will be at the uh, Bill Gray's tap room in Charlotte for. Oh, look at you! But we got time. I know. We got time. All right, the headline of this story is very confusing, and it involves a man from our area who apparently is living or went down to visit Florida, and he is in some serious trouble. So yeah. we may need some folks to help us explain what the hell this means. Right. But past what he was arrested for, mm. this story may blow up a theory about the Florida man. Florida? 
Well, the idea was if you were born in Florida, you were mm. a stupid person, and that's why these folks show up in the news all the time. You got Florida in your veins, boy. But tell me, it may not be what's in your veins. <laughs> yeah. It may be what's around your head. Oh. You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock, 96.5, WCMF. Mm. All right. A 49-year-old man from our area mm-hmm. was arrested in Florida last week. What happened? Well, uh, he was arrested for trying to surf a pickup truck. Are you familiar Wait, with this? That's a local dude? Are you familiar with this story? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that was a local story. Yeah, he's from our region. Yeah. No kidding. So could you explain to us what surfing a pickup truck is? Well, he drove it on the beach and into the surf. Okay. And like he was going to like, there's certain places in Florida where you can drive on the beach. Like Daytona is one of them. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's like unique sand that'll hold a car. Okay. So he decided he was just going to do this <laughs> where? Okay, so we'll get to that in a sec. Just to get through what surfing is. Now, I always assumed that surfing a truck was standing up in the back or on the top of the yeah, truck. Yeah, that's what I was picturing when I first saw it. But it sounds like, Tommy, this is almost like trying to do donuts on the yeah. sand. Yeah, which is insane. Okay, Because so it's not going to work out well for you. So he was arrested for doing that. Tommy, they say the beach was closed to traffic because of high tide. Yeah, they've been having a lot of storms and stuff, yeah. And apparently there's also a fee, even if the beach was open, to go on the beach, which he failed to pay. Okay. So the best part of this story, when the 49-year-old New York man was arrested in Smyrna, New Smyrna Beach? New Smyrna. Okay. Yeah, so that's like around Daytona. (laughs) New Smyrna. (laughs) So that's like Daytona, Cocoa Beach. Okay. Okay. That area. Gotcha. When the 49-year-old New York man was arrested. (laughs) By the way, a little long in the tooth for your uh, truck on the beach. It is Florida. Let's keep that in mind. Mm. There are no rules in Florida, except for the ones he broke. When the 49-year-old man was arrested, he can reportedly be seen on batty cam telling the cops, and I quote, yeah. it's not my fault the truck don't surf. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt and sell it. <laughs> Does he think that's why he was arrested initially? Yeah, right? He like, failed at it. Yeah, he wasn't surfing. Sir, we'd love to let you go, but you obviously were not surfing your truck the right way. Properly. Also, mm. on February 7th, which may have been the same day as the incident, we don't know, he was arrested on possession of a controlled substance with paraphernalia, yeah. which might explain the initial story yeah. allegations. Okay, a, a it kind of got a, your day kind of got away from it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, Tommy. Mm. Everyone outside of Florida loves to laugh at Florida man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The idea that growing up, being born in Florida, makes you so dumb mm-hmm. that you do dangerous things that everyone else else points and goes, "What were the hell are you thinking?" Yeah. But based on this story, yeah. Have we considered, it's not where you were born or raised, but just the geography that makes you do stupid stuff. Just being in the state of Florida. When in Florida. You got it. No matter where you're from, Mm. automatically makes you dumber. Yeah, good. I mean, you kind of assimilate your surrounding. But here's the thing. We don't know how long this guy's been down there. He could have been on a little vacation. Could have been down there a week. Like, is it the amount of time you spend in Florida that turns you into Florida, man? Is it just crossing over that border and being in a place where people have no problem doing, it seems, more dangerous or reckless things that allows you to do those same things? Well, I always had a a theory that Florida was a second chance loser state, meaning you failed up here, Mm -hmm. you went to the Sunshine State. Because at least, you know, man, I'll party, I'll get a job, man, I'll hang out on the beach all day, I'll get high every night. And I figured, like, all those stupid people that you knew that went down there 30 years ago Mm -hmm. are now running the state. (laughs) Well, They're now 60 and 70 years old, and they have have all the buttons at their fingertips. So you're saying Florida has seeped into them. Yeah, yeah, and and I, all the, I mean, it was always a party state. 
You know? Well, so you have evidence to back this up. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. I know there are lots of people listening right now who have relatives that have moved down to mm-hmm. or, like, love to vacation or have summer places yeah. or winter places in Florida. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Have you noticed a difference in them listening right now since their Florida rendezvous? Are they more reckless? Do they make less sense? Because, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to float a theory here that maybe it's not about where you're born. It's about the surroundings where you're at at the time. I'm just amazed at how loose Florida is. Well, like, yeah, I mean, your mom was down there for a while. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to float a theory here that maybe it's not about where you're born. It's about the surroundings where you're at Is that my mother's vagina flapping in the wind? Hurricanes are coming! Like, I mean, your mom was down there for a while. I don't know. Um, I just think once you once you get down there, it's just that lifestyle. It's very laid back, but it's also like day drinking, hanging out. Uh, everything is legal. I just think once you like I always remember, like it's just that lifestyle. Everything's pretty legal. I mean, the, the dangerous stuff is all legal. Day drinking, you know what I mean? Fireworks, weapons. You don't have to inspect your car. Everything is legal. Like I forgot, like the last time I, I, I drove to Florida with my wife to see my brother last year. The dangerous stuff is. And I haven't been down to Florida in a while, like, you know, like driving all the way through the state. And I forgot about junk driving, which means no inspection. Your car looks like crap. Like I remember. I remember seeing so many cars that looked like they were going to fall apart. And I forgot. There's no inspection. And the other thing I forgot was bare-chested drivers. Like, I forgot how many times you would see grown-ass guys my age driving their car with no shirt on. And I wasn't near the beach. I was on 95 inland. And this dude's doing 75, no shirt on. I'm going, where are you going with no shirt it was just that, it's just that lifestyle. Right. So like it's inland, picture Jimmy Buffett with an M6. No shirt on. I'm going, That's Florida. You're going to have this cheeseburger. It's yeah. paradise. Things are going to go very bad for you. 252 WCMF, talking about this 49-year-old man from our area who was arrested in Florida for uh, surfing his truck on a beach he was not allowed to, which is, again, is new to us. The yeah. theory now... Not that Florida man is someone who's born in Florida and does reckless and stupid things. Just the, it's the active, atmosphere. Yeah, active it's being the atmosphere. in Florida automatically makes you a Florida man. And this theory that you have, Tommy, that it's a second chance state. I mean, mm-hmm. you have several pieces of evidence based on your uh, old coworkers to back this up. Oh, yeah. Folks that you knew that had a rough run in northern states that came down to Florida. Oh, yeah. Almost all of them. You know, I, I, now I worked at a, at a grocery store, so these people would come down. Well, I told you we had a serial killer. Mm-hmm. I had... Three people at one time at the store that were prostitutes that were off the streets. Mm-hmm. I had two people from West Virginia. By the way, that didn't you date two of them? One. Glass and, houses, man. And, one. And ha- hung out with the other one. <laughs> we were just talking, guys. And so then, you're saying it, it attracts a certain type of person? Two people from the University of West Virginia that spent all their student loan money partying and ended up in Florida. Okay. Like, it was just all these people that came down there... Looking for something and fun in the sun. And they didn't have a plan. They, nobody showed up with a plan when they get to Florida. It's a state without a plan. We'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Put that on the side. Drive it in. I mean, they, don't forget, we had open places where you could buy illegal pharmaceuticals. They were called health clinics. Oh. And these guys, there's a whole documentary about how they ran these pain clinics where people were coming out of state to get illegal drugs that in Florida you could get legally with a fake doctor. Oh. And these guys made millions till they got busted. Okay. 
But, right. but other than all those things you just mentioned. Yeah. And my sister. So then here's what I do. Five times married. <laughs> and my brother who shot an iguana in his front yard with a silencer. Here's what I don't get, though. Mm. Right? And I get that there are haves and have-nots and smarts and don'ts oh, yeah. in every place. Right? Mm. right? But this is concentrated down there. But how is there so much wealth, Tommy, if this is the atmosphere that you grew up in that you see when you go down there? It's, it, well, I mean, they sit right side by side. That's it, that's what's strange to me. Like, my brother's house sits on the water on the intercoastal. Two blocks up, there's, like, crack and prostitution and police substations. But if you look the other way, it looks beautiful. But you don't walk two blocks the other way from my brother's house. Okay. It's, like, a cra- it's a horror show. Which is that iguana that he shot with the silencer may have been selling crack. He knew too much. But you're right. I mean, it's a lot of have and have not. Yeah, there's a lot of wealth and there's a lot of poor, and they live right next to each other. It's almost like the country of India. You know, they say like in India you can go like to a, a fabulous house that could be right next to like a squalor. I've never heard them say that, but I'll take your word for it. It, it can be quite shocking okay. where the wealth and the, and the poverty sit okay. right next to each Hold other. Hold on, look. But, I can appreciate the point you're trying to make, yeah. and I'm not even saying you're wrong. It's the India of America. I just find it funny how you're like, well, like, I've never heard that before. And you go, well, yes, you know, in my several trips to India, you said it can be quite shocking. Quite shocking. Like you're trying to quite sound shocking. like a sociologist, yeah. anthropologist. Well, you I don't am un- wearing this shirt today. You don't understand how quite shocking it could be, the wealth disparity in the country of India. If I had a pipe, I could make a stronger point <laughs> but i think it's like yeah it's just right there is there any other state like i know no. like we well we there ain't ba- nothing like florida man especially south florida but it's easy to bang on the southern states your louisiana's your alabama's mm. your georgia but they've always been like that okay florida hasn't no because florida has all the all the money went down there people well, don't retire to mississippi and florida also has the party element to it too well, i mean you're not going on spring break in mississippi oh not true there's the redneck riviera all along the uh, gulf there. it's okay right, but, but it's not, not even quite. close to miami fort yeah. waterdale tampa the keys look every time i turn on daytona an, every time i turn on an alabama football game mm. there are ten thousand boys in white shirts mm. tucked into their sparry shorts yes right and they're all they all have lego hair mm. But that's one place in Alabama. No, but I'm saying not those kids all are all Alabama. from Alabama. Like, there's wealth in Alabama. There's oh, yeah. wealth in Mississippi. Right. There's there wealth in But not Louisiana. But, but like, yeah. Florida's like that time to a thousand, okay. I feel like. All right. Think of all the people, think of all the famous people that live in Palm Beach, Dade, and Broward County. Like, people you know that are household names yeah. that all live down there. All that wealth went down there. Okay. That's why it's so weird to see these Florida man stories all the time. Yeah. And it is a little bit scary to think that if our theory is true, it's not about being born and raised in Florida. It's about the environment of Florida that, you know, we sit here and we laugh and we mm. make fun. But Kimmy, you or me, if we were dropped into that element, could be doing the same things that we laugh at every day. I'm when sure we see you could slip back into right? it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're in, you'd be influenced, you're saying? Maybe none of us are any better than any mm. Florida man story we've ever yeah, seen. All right. Slip into your Florida ways. Man. It can be alarming when you find out the minimum age people are allowed to do some pretty dangerous things. Like adult stuff. Yeah. Like, we know that 16, you're allowed to drive a car. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've burned into our heads as responsible enough to do fill in the blank. Mm. Even though 
Kimmy, this story makes it sound like you don't have to be out of elementary school. Really? To do this. What is it? You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock, 96.5 WCMF. We are in February, but Tommy, the warm weather is right around the corner. Oh, yeah. And the Wayne County Sheriff's Office announced its dates in March and May for their safe boating course. Oh, take a boating course. Yeah, now, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. a good idea. Also, if you were born after 1978, you need this to be on the water. Mm. So go get it done. But there is one little detail in this story on 10 NBC. Yeah. That had Kimmy scratching her head. What is it? Kimmy, do you remember what that little detail was? Uh, it said the course was offered to people 10 and over. Mm. Quote, those attending must be at least 10 years of age. You had to be a 10. No nine-year-olds <laughs> coming in here but thinking you're boating. But to your point, it even said 10 at the time of the course. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So, Are 10-year-olds allowed to operate a boat by themselves in New York State? I did. I know it was well, Florida. And, Again. Okay, and it was 1970, yeah. 60, 50, yeah, it was, uh, 40, It was just after uh, we liberated Poland. <laughs> Help uh, the Union take Florida. <laughs> no, but I mean, I guess like, well, okay, so like you went, your dad's boat, you went out two years ago in the lake with your dad. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he let your daughter drive. Well, he put her on his lap and she like steered the steering wheel. But that's completely illegal. I, yes. I mean, think about well, that. I don't know if that is legal, actually. So, so we don't know, also, if this means like you can drive a boat with supervision at 10, or if you can just straight up go out at well, 10. Well, if you had a, like a little fishing boat, like a little like outboard like fishing boat. Like most 10-year-olds. Yeah, what 10-year-old wouldn't have that? <laughs> no, but you would. A lot of 10-year-olds probably do. No, ten, I'm, oh, look at me in the face. The reason that story about you getting a boat at 10 mm. is so funny is because no 10-year-old in the history of the world yeah. has gotten a boat with a motor on it other than you. I'm telling you right now, there are country kids mm-hmm. that have access to like a little John boat. It was like almost like a rowboat with a motor on it, small motor, mm. probably like a six or ten horse, and they go fishing. No, you know what? Now, Kimmy, now that he brings it up, he's right. I can't even what? like drive down the street without <laughs> all those kids with their bicycles and the hitch out the back of it, towing their boats like, down. Like, yeah. get out of the way! Gas is so expensive. You'd be shocked if you saw a ten year old on a boat by themselves. I would. Like buy- that would be a shocking. Image. That would have been me as a kid. Yeah, yeah. that's shocking. I'd be and shocked. I was a li- I was going to say, you probably looked like six. I was going to say, I not only was <laughs> 10, I was a little 10. So like when I sat in that boat, you're right. Yeah. You probably thought, look at that baby driving that boat. Go, baby. <laughs> how, how they running out there today, baby? I'd even be shocked to me if I saw a bunch of high school kids by themselves on a boat. Like 16, 17, 18 that's- years Teenagers old. Teenagers not as weird as a, as a child. I- Okay, child is shocking. Yeah. I still wouldn't be comfortable. I mean, with think a bunch about of... kids that go out water skiing in the summertime and, and to take the family. And stuff, yeah. I mean, the lake—they probably take the, yeah. the lake boat out. And I mean, go I've water seen skiing. teenagers out yeah, easily. Yeah. Look me in the face. Yeah. You wouldn't be alarmed by 15, 16, no. 17 year old kids water skiing, water skiing by themselves. No, because I, I, I saw it when I was a kid. Myself. You would call the cops if a teenager you didn't know was walking down. Well, if your they street. didn't offer me a beer, I'd be pissed. Okay. But don't forget, you didn't grow up in this culture, the boating culture. Oh, please tell me what the culture's like, Tommy. Please, please. I'm just telling you, man. You haven't been to India. You don't know what the boating culture's <laughs> Quite like. Quite shocking, actually. Quite shocking. Quite shocking. <laughs> Are you smoking a pipe? I'm smoking your fake pipe. 
Is that the noise you make on Saturday night? Okay, I realized if you weren't watching the live stream, that joke was lost on everybody. Look, the point of the matter is this. All right. We so, see- you think it, so you think it's too young. Look, we you see- don't think a teenager can drive a boat? Look, teenager- Leg- Legally. Okay, teenagers, one thing, like 16 to drive a car, fine, I understand that. But we see adults, Tommy, on a regular basis in the summertime, they can't handle a boat. That's true. And those people have jobs and mortgages. Yeah. If 10-year-olds are allowed to take a boat out by themselves- <laughs> You've never been to 10-year-old Bay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I bet you have. <laughs> Look, what chance would a 10-year-old kid have? In all sincerity. I know. And even if you were- Like the boat gets away from them. Even if you aren't allowed to operate a boat at 10 years Mm -hmm. old, does the class, let's say you take it at 10. Take your boating class. Boating safety class. Does that count as the only time they have to take it? Like you're good for life? I've only taken one. I think you just get, yeah, I think that's it. So think about this. How many things did you guys learn at 10 years old that you still remember today, other than the Erie Canal song? Uh, I can make fart noises. Can you, Kimmy, can you add and subtract fractions? I don't know. Because you add- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no fraction. You no, learned no, that no, oh, at 10. I don't, re- I don't remember the age 10. <laughs> I don't remember the number I don't re- 10. I don't remember what life was like at 10. What What grade are you in? Third? Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Uh, fifth grade? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I remember my teacher. I don't remember what I learned in fifth grade. So, like, if I can take my boater safety course at 10 years old, that's the only time I ever have to take. Imagine having to take your driver's test at 10, and you never have to remember oh. it again for the rest of your Unless life. Unless when you purchase a boat of a certain size, maybe you had to take it again? I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. So I'm not of that culture, from what I understand. Quite. Well, you never grew up around well. My dad had or a even boat. So, yeah, but you make fun of the boat. It was a busted-ass boat. It, it spent more time dry-docked at the side of our house. And when I say dry-docked, I mean slowly fusing to two pieces of wood. It was on. <laughs> 252-WCMF, 252-9260. We're going to get to the bottom of this. The Wayne County Sheriff's Department. Oh, like Department. your dad's boat? <laughs> <laughs> the Wayne County Sheriff's Department is offering their boater safety course in March and April. Or, mm. excuse me, uh, April and May. And... Uh, you have to be at least 10 years old to take the class. Country kid. Yeah, which kind of led us to believe that you can operate a boat by yourself at 10 years old in New York State. Steve's on CMF. Hey, Steve. How are you, buddy? Good morning. How are you? Good, man. What's up? Uh, well, I I believe I was 10 or 11, in the co- and I was in uh, the Boy Scouts, and uh, the Coast Guard Auxiliary put on the course for us. Uh, we all got our certificates. You are able to drive a boat by yourself. Uh, I think I was 12, but okay, it was right. still you know, right around there. And you, yeah, were, and and you I, were a responsible kid, right, Steve? I was on boats my whole life. My family had cruisers. We'd spend the summer on them on Seneca Lake. I'm from Cantagua, but uh, my dad actually did buy me a little 12-foot with a 8-horse uh, motor on it. I would go out by myself or with my sisters or whatever. But you were 12 years old, and you operated a boat by yourself with a motor. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, it was legal back, this was probably 77, 78, when I was that six. All right, all right, Steve, let me ask you a question. And maybe I'm off base here. Maybe I'm wrong, because you're right, Tommy. I'm not part of the culture, right? Steve, did you ever have any incidents that only you knew about when you were that age riding your boat? Uh, no, not okay. really. I mean, all right, all right. <laughs> It's not really rocket science. If Tommy can do it, you want to say What are you dragging me into this for? I'm one of yous. I'm a boat and youth. <laughs> Steve, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. Now, look, again, I can admit that maybe I'm wrong here, yeah. right? But maybe, just maybe, mm. 
the thought what we let kids do alone in 1978 is probably still a good <laughs> idea today is not the best thought. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But look, I, there are people here that are ready to defend to the death 10-year-olds and their right to operate a boat by themselves. Right. For example, uh, let's talk to Jim. Hey, Jimmy, what's going on, buddy? Uh, nothing much. Just like that last caller, I was uh, I was actually 10 when I got mine, um, mostly because we got stopped. I was out rowing around just playing, just rowing, and the DEC showed up. And, you know, told my dad I have to have a boater safety course just because there was an engine on the boat that I wasn't even using. Okay. All right. So, Jim, you think that 10-year-olds have the wherewithal to operate a boat by themselves? They have the wherewithal to pass the education course. So, yes, they do. All right. So Jim, I agree. All right, Jim. And, again, I could be wrong, but mm. I want to ask you a question. Okay. All right. So, Jim, let's say you got a driveway. Your two cars are parked in the driveway. Ten-year-old neighbor kid comes up and goes, Excuse me, Mr. Jim, you got the smoothest driveway in the neighborhood, and I want to rollerblade around your driveway. Can I rollerblade around your driveway, around your cars? Was that, would that be okay? Would you let that kid do that? Uh, no, because I hate children. Okay. But I do. You asked the other guy if he had something that only he knew about that happened on the boat when he was young. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I almost put my sister and I... In in the drink by turning too sharply one day. <laughs> oh, you almost capsized. So how old were you, Jim? Uh, I was probably, it was probably the next year. I was like 11. Okay. Um, we had just gotten a bigger boat, um, and it uh, handled differently, and I made too tight a turn, and yeah, damn near rolled us over. Would that have been a complete disaster, or you think you would have been able to handle it at that age? Uh, I mean, it was Honey Oil Lake, so we both knew how to swim. Um, it'd be more like having to tell your dad that you just screwed up. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Jimmy, thank you for the call, buddy. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. All right, take care. The reason I asked that driveway question, yeah. right? Because everybody, it seems, <clears throat> is on hold to defend 10-year-olds Boat. driving boats by themselves. Boat and shower. If you would not allow your 10-year-old neighbor mm. to ride his bike in and out of your cars in your driveway... Mm. That kid shouldn't have a boat. <laughs> and there is not a man listening no to the show. No skid marks on the driveway. No skid marks. I see a scratch in my car. If you would allow that kid to handle a two-wheel vehicle that they've been riding since they were like four years old, yeah, yeah. you're kind of arguing against kid-operating boat in wide body of water. Fair? <laughs> is that fair? Uh, Yeah, but I guess there's no course you could take to like... Ride a bike between cars in a park. No, there are. There's bike safety courses oh, that yeah, kids take yeah, all yeah. the time. Would you let a neighbor kid ride his bike no. through your drive? Okay, but you're fine with 10-year-olds bo- uh, boating. If I, yeah, if I see a kid out in a, in a small little skiff, okay, uh, just putting around, having fun, mm. that's America, baby. <laughs> what are you, Neil Diamond now? <laughs> no, Sinatra, baby. Oh, sorry. On the boats, they're on a 10. They're coming <laughs> to America. Two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three again. The uh, Wayne County Sheriff's Department announced their March and May dates for their boating safety course. But Kimmy was shocked to find that you must be at least ten years old at the time of the class. And we are finding out that if you are ten years old, you straight up just go out on your own. Yeah, here's your boat, kid. Let's go yeah. boating. So we've talked to a lot of dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's oh, get a lady teller. Well, let's find out. Mm-hmm. Jennifer's on CMF. Hey, Jen, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good, Jen. What do you got? So. You are allowed to operate a boat at 10, and I took the boater safety course. And if I remember correctly, you are allowed to drive up to six, no, I don't remember how many feet, but you're not allowed to operate a depth ski at 10. But I know you can operate like a big yacht boat. At 10? No. Jennifer. 
You got 10-year-olds no, with I'm yachts serious. now? You got Diddy's kid out there with Beyonce and Jay-Z's kid, 10 years old, racing their yachts? Well, they they look at it as a parent is going to hand their kid a jet ski key over a big boat key. Also not fine with that, by the way. Yeah. I'd like to go on record. Jet ski, also not cool. Yeah. No, I don't think a kid should be drive, operating any kind of watercraft without... Sixteen. Okay, right, Jennifer, we can agree on that. Jennifer, we finally found someone. She's an anti-ten-year-old. Is that what it is? Yeah. She's a tennist? But yeah. <laughs> I can't look it up to defend myself because I'm driving, but look it up. Yeah, okay. We'll just yeah. take your word for it, Jennifer. Thanks for the call. You heard of her here first. Jennifer is sure ten-year-olds can legally operate yachts. Yachts. <laughs> Jennifer, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. You know, it's funny. In, in all truth, there's lots of things you could do under 16 that are going to take folks off guard right now. Like, for example, we'll stick with the age 10, mm. Tommy. At the end of this month, the minimum age to operate an ATV in New York State will be raised to 14 from age 10. The four-wheeler. Yes, yeah. up until the end of this month, for the longest time, at 10 years old, you could operate an ATV at 10 years Does old. Doesn't they make little ones for kids? Yes, and the reason they changed this is there were a lot of terrible accidents yeah. that happened, and we got in a big debate about this sure. a couple of weeks ago. Right. Um some activities are actually going the opposite way, lowering ages. For example, New York State, the last couple of years, uh, have started allowing 12- and 13-year-olds to hunt with rifles in a pilot program. And the program allows kids that young mm. to hunt with an experienced adult. And of all the things we're talking about, that one seems like the smartest idea. Right, because at least there's an adult there. Yeah, you're giving you're getting kids also involved in a hobby that seems to be trending the opposite direction, mm. like people aren't doing it as much. Sure. And they got 1,800 more deer out of the way from slamming into people's cars. All right. It's just strange, Tommy, where mm. we draw the line for what is safe and not safe. Like, why is it 10 for a boat, but you're not allowed to drive a car really on your own till you're 17? Yeah, true. Why can my kid go sign up to fight for their country at 18, but they can't have a beer or buy cigarettes until they're 21? Mm-hmm. And I'm not arguing... 18-year-olds should be allowed to drink and smoke. I mean, we are all over the place with laws. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, wouldn't you make the argument that signing up for the armed forces is a hell of a lot bigger commitment than a beer and a cigarette? Yeah. But that, that's my favorite Ribs Arkansas song. <laughs> and, like, the same goes for college. Like, a kid can't legally buy marijuana, but at 18, they could take out tens of thousands of dollars worth of loans. That they're going to be on the hook for until they're, what, 55? Whether or not that college degree works out for them. Yeah. It's just, what are we doing? Mm. What are we doing? It's also interesting to me... Because just based on the way I know, like you have have you know dealt with your kids as they hit certain ages, mm-hmm. you wouldn't call the cops if you saw a ten year old on a boat, maybe because obviously we're finding out that's not uncommon. Sure, but you might if you saw that a parent left a ten year old home alone. Yes, that that person could go to jail <laughs> if something went wrong. Think about it, she's right. She's a hundred percent right. Right? Because you would think one's way more dangerous than the other. Well, if you see a kid home alone, get him out of that house and put him on a boat. <laughs> I will leave you with this. All right. David just uh, tweeted at us. What did he say? Fun fact. In New York State, yeah. the minimum age to be a balloon or glider pilot is 15 years old. Wait, a what? hot air balloon? You can operate <laughs> a hot air balloon in New York State. At 15. That's a fun fact. 15 years old. Wow. All right. Uh, let's move on.